doing all right, my man. <laughs> I sound good? I think you're sounding pretty good, yeah. Sounds uh, good to me. You're sounding good as always. Not sure how Yeah, dude, you always say five minutes, and then it's like, uh, Denver five minutes, which means like 20 minutes later. It's called a show business five minutes, because I'm the host, producer, writer, um, editor, <coughs> and I am the uh, engineer as well, so I, you know, I'm doing, doing it all. No, I get it, but then this time, I went to go hit, hit the bong, and you, you caught me right in the middle of it. You're right, I did. I was very excited about it. Uh, it's a big Got show. Me. Big show, Mike. I couldn't help myself. Is it a big show? It's the number one biggest show of the year. Maybe number two second to another special day. But Mike, it's your day, baby. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to the greatest <laughs> co-host in the universe. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Man, getting older and older. Oh, older and older, older by the day. <laughs> Thirty-five. Yeah, woo! Yeah. Oh man, I just hurt my hip hearing that number. Yeah. Oh, the knees, man, they quiver every time I say it. <laughs> so, Mike, you're getting older. How do you feel, big guy? Uh, you know, feel good. Well, that sounds just like anyone turning thirty-five. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Yeah, ten years ago, I was a loser living in my parents' basement, and now I'm a 35-year-old loser living in my grandma's basement. <laughs> Making strides and moving up that Make- ladder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least you uh, have your health, right, man? All right. We'll just skip that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, happy birthday, big guy. No, I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you. You know, we only get so many rounds around that big flame in the sky, man. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. You know, we we don't know how many we get, so we got to enjoy them while they last, right, man? Yeah, that's true. That's right. And because it's moving, you will never be in the same place again. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, actually. Kind of blows my mind. Like to think where the sun was 35 years ago. What do you mean? Like, uh, it was relative wasn't... to the galaxy. Probably nowhere uh, near where we are now, right? I don't know how that works. Uh, pretty close. <laughs> oh, well, it depends what scale you look at it. On our scale, it, it's neat. It's, it's, it's a distance we can't fathom. But on the galactic scale, it's skipping a hop. Wow. Probably not even the hop. <laughs> 35 years? Nothing. <laughs> Going on the 35. Well, it's good, man. You know, the way things roll, uh, I think the uh, lifespan has shrunk down now towards 72. You're almost halfway there. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it'll shrink more by the time we get closer to Oh, uh, good. So I got one more year to my midlife crisis. <laughs> That's right, dude. Beautiful. You can start wearing leather pants. You get that uh, earring on the left ear, right? And... Uh, Buy that gotta Corvette. Got to get a Harley. Or a Harley. Oh, <laughs> Corvette. <laughs> I feel like Corvettes are a little cheaper, right? No. No? Than a, a Harley? A, a new Corvette? Than a Harley? Have you, have you seen what the new Corvettes are going for? No. 
Yeah, I, I know you haven't. I think it's like, what is that, the Z06, dude? It's like 150000 or something like that. That's like a Tesla. <laughs> Nothing, dude. I don't even know what it is. It's like way out of my price range. Uh, a fucking um, a brand new Harley, depending on what you want to get. I mean, you could 20 Gs. 20 Gs? Yeah, if you want like a Sportster. What? Yeah, if you're looking, even if you want like a Heritage or something like that, you're only you're gonna be about thirty, in the low thirties. That honestly seems shockingly too low. No, that's actually really expensive for motorcycles. You can get like a Kawasaki for fucking twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, but I thought like, uh, you know, what uh, are those like hi- those like Hayabusa's? I know you heard of that. Hi- from back in the day. Hayabusa? Yeah, remember uh Mr. Hymas had one? No. And it was like the it was like the first I think it was the first street legal bike that could go two hundred. You don't uh, remember that? Nah, nah. I am kind of faded on that all the, one. All, it was literally like the Pollocks and the uh Hispanics had them in high school. <laughs> yes, I kind of remember now. <laughs> now like that you phrased it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a leather jacket that matched it. Yes. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. They always walked around with their helmet. Yes. Yeah, because you look cool to all the ladies with the helmet and the, the jacket, right? Got the shades. Ladies love the helmet, huh? Yeah, it screams uh, safety boy. Going to safety town, right? Does it scream safety? I was just thinking that. Helmet's one of those weird things. Walking around the halls, it looks really cool. Put it on when you're supposed to. Look like a f- yeah, not as it's cool. Like, it's like a weird dilemma. You gotta wear, you gotta carry it around school and then strap it to the back seat when you're riding the bike. Yeah, see, you carry it for your chick, right? You put it on the chick. Oh, uh, is that what it is? That's how you hit that level of cool, right? See, people follow Frank, man. You, that's why he's got, you know, not true success with women. No, not at all. And I don't even have a motorcycle. I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> He does have a helmet, though. Yeah. I wear a helmet for safety <laughs> when I'm walking around. You can hit that sidewalk hard, folks. You gotta take Why care do of yourself. Why do they make it so hard? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they should just make all sidewalks very padded. Then we'd all be safe. Well, I always said it's the, that's the biggest conspiracy of all. That's the biggest scam of all. Like, we literally have to wear shoes on our feet because the concrete's so hard. Oh, wow. Ooh. Right? Like, why don't we just make, we just make the ground softer? Well, what would we put there? I mean, you know, if we use softer material, would it break apart faster and all that jazz? Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. Look at them like Roman roads, and those people weren't wearing shoes. They didn't have to. This is a good call, and they were walking on what, like stone and clay and stuff that was a little more forgiving on the joints. You know? Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen how they built those things? It's literally like they just went from big boulders and then they just layered it all the way down to like fine sand. Really? Wow. Oh yeah, genius. That's why they're <laughs> still around. And that's why you our. Know why we... <laughs> you know why we don't do them today like that? No. Because every asshole with a fucking beer belly you see standing around would actually have to do some work, <laughs> to fucking earn that goddamn union pay. <laughs> I thought all the roads and the sidewalks were shit material because you have to keep redoing it, and it keeps the the guys, uh, you know, keeps the labor force rolling. People have work to do every few years. 
Yeah, no, they won't accept your bid. Like they're you have to build it to break down in ten years. Ah, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just read this thing and then I I had to look it up and there was a video about it. This fucking place in Idaho where Monsanto mm-hmm. sold. It's like you know how it so you know how it makes uh, Roundup. Yes. So to get the Roundup, the phosphate, it has to like it gets it from this like ore that it mines, right? All right. And it takes like you know, it's just like anything else. You get what you want, and then you have a lot of shit you don't want, right? Right on. And they sold this leftover to these like poor towns in Idaho, <laughs> and they like to use in their asphalt mix. Mm-hmm. And it turned out the shit was radioactive. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's this was done in the 80s you could go there now and you're still getting they said about eight times as much radioactivity as you uh normally do and then when they ripped that up man you're breathing that shit in oh no they said it's impossible to like sell the house or anything you gotta like get it destroyed dude <laughs> to, put, to put it in perspective how much radiation this guy was at uh like i think it was like a taco bell parking lot or some shit yeah right in sure. the parking lot had as much radiation as the Trinity site, the place where we blew the first atomic bomb. Wow. Yeah. Man, well, at least you're definitely getting fully cooked meat at that Taco Bell. You know, you're getting the guarantee. Oh, man, you stole my joke. I was going to say that's probably the safest Taco Bell to eat. <laughs> yeah, man, there's no germs there. <laughs> you know, I don't know why. This is the only one that doesn't give me diarrhea for three weeks. <laughs> They're going on, what, 25 years, zero food poisoning. <laughs> beautiful it's the only reason they don't close it down <laughs> it's it's the outlier that's fucking skewing the curve that must be where the one-armed guy came from maybe that was his training taco bell <laughs> for, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know uh the, one, the one-armed man he made a, a comeback there's a one-armed man who sells taco bell in arlington heights illinois check him out he's a good guy nah, i don't think he's still there man i'd like to pretend he is you know career man I think he owns Taco Bell right now. <laughs> he's got to be. He's probably running it. Probably, absolutely. I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> man, that's really wild. Radioactive. Well, I'm sure BlackRock will come through, buy out the whole neighborhood, and then sell it to low-income families who are none the wiser. <laughs> I think BlackRock's about to be in trouble. Really? Are they tied with FTX? No, DeSantis just divested all of the funds from Florida. Wow. It was like $2 billion. All right, that's it. I'm moving to Florida. This is just every day. I'm like, ah, get me out of here. If you're not coming to America, I'm coming to Florida, you know? You and everybody else, Frank. Swear to God. Dude, it just, each week, it's like, man, you know, I don't want this guy to run for president. I want him to keep running Florida. Oh, dude, remember how shitty Florida was 20 years ago? That's what I'm saying. They were under Democrat control for a while. The hanging They were losing Chad. people left and right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. People were fleeing the state. <laughs> Florida's the reason we had eight years of Bush. <laughs> yeah. People, people forget. Oh, good call. <laughs> it's crazy. It was the hanging Chad, man. It was the greatest, one of the funniest political moments maybe in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the picture of that dude, dude with his eyes bugging out of his head, you know? So funny. You know, I got I got to say I'm very disappointed in the in the Republicans, man. Your cheating game has really slipped. Yeah, right? Can, can someone call Carl Rove? 
Like I know they I know they threw this curveball at you with the mail in voting and the electronic voting. Man, adjust, adapt. You know? Man, mail in voting. Who saw that one coming though? Definitely not Mitch McConnell. He would have had that shit locked down. I, seriously, he did he failed miserably on that. Did you see the new guy in the house, Hakeem Jeffries? Oh, dude. They are taking over the world. And you know what I mean by they. Progressives. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Killed it. <laughs> he is part of the Progressive Caucus, which I didn't even knew. I didn't know existed until today. Apparently, that's where the squad uh, lives within the Democratic Party. Yeah. So they got the Pelosi group, and then they have uh, which are like us, what the centrist Democrats. Oh, well, Pelosi was supposed to be the moderate. She's the moderate, yeah, apparently, yeah, right, apparently. Uh, what happened to her husband? You know, that, that faded about as fast as the shooter in Colorado Springs. <laughs> no one wants to talk about that guy no more. That faded about as fast as the, the hammer guy's BLM flag in his front yard. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Let's just put together even the Colorado shooting at the uh, gay club, and then the Pelosi situation with the gay prostitute, right? Both scenarios ended up just being gay dudes with each other, and then, <laughs> yeah, you right? know, gay dudes in a violent scenario. But immediately when the stories broke, they were MAGA white supremacists. Yeah. That's yeah, incredible. That's really funny, man. Come on, man. For both to be gay people... Inflicting <laughs> violence on other gay people, which you, we now have to admit that's literally what the Pelosi situation was. The best was the gay, sh- the gay club shooter. It's like, dude, mega people don't even know where those clubs are. Like, I, I literally don't even know where to go, where a gay club is to go shoot up. I, I read about the uh, the hero that we did a segment on. Uh, he's flo- gay too. No, he's a quite a straight man, but. Um, he, uh, he and his wife apparently co-own a brewery, and they threw a huge fundraiser for the victims' families, and it was massive. It was packed, overflowing, and even uh, Jerry Polis and the mayor and everyone was there, and it was it's a big event. And I would have stopped Jared at the door, but like, uh, can you put on a mask, and I'm going to need to see a proof. Yeah, of show me that vaccine card, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you Absolutely. Fucking... Uh, that's what never I let said. it go. Never, never forget never forget um, like we forgot about 9-11 but hey i gotta say i brought this up a, a while back when we were discussing this but they made the hero story whether or not it's totally true true you know what i mean the hero story happened and completely overshadowed who the shooter was and his motive and all of that nonsense which is how it should be. I mean, nobody even knows that guy's name. And I agree, but I have a feeling this time around it was like this because the shooter was gay. Yeah. And it just really didn't fit their narrative in a really bad way. Yeah, at the MK Ultra project, it's been a rough rough recruiting. Again, Mike, this is what happens when you hire people to check boxes, right? The CIA, <laughs> come on guys, get your game together. <laughs> Stop checking the boxes. Get get a little less Sam Brinton in the CIA, and you know, get a little more of the Mueller's or Mullers or you know, what? Oh, that guy was FBI. Never mind. Yeah. 
Who's a good CIA agent? I, well, you don't know. That's the good part about it, right? That is the best part That's of it. Makes the CIA, them good. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, who's in the FBI? Well, the KKK. Yeah, no. Or the uh, the Oath Keepers, if I know my the history Oath- correct. <laughs> yeah. So we we breezed on this breaking the other day, Mike, and apparently, man, this is the biggest story of of the week. I am floored by this. The Oath Keepers. It's so sad. It's really sad. It's so sad. Um. What's These guys literally got convicted of trespassing, and CNN was just, like, blown away by it. Yeah. Like, none of these guys really... <laughs> so, I, uh, I scored a little Amy Goodman, Mike. You know I love Amy. Ooh. Pay attention to the crazy freaking language she's using here to describe just what you said. There's just some guys, right? Yeah. Okay, you're going to hear Amy Goodman's description. Man, this was a wartime scenario, my friend. <laughs> I've ever heard one. Wow. For the first time in nearly 30 years. F- oh, my God. Sorry, everybody, get a glass of water. I forgot yeah, to warn Jesus you. I always Christ, forget. Bro. My apologies. Agua. Agua. <laughs> Amy. Federal jury has convicted two defendants of seditious conspiracy, the crime of conspiring to overthrow, put down or destroy by force the government of the United States. Jurors. Four guys, four dudes. This is the greatest insurrection of Are all you time. Kidding me here. Oh, my God. NBC <laughs> Tuesday found Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes guilty of seditious conspiracy for plotting to keep Donald Trump in power after the 2020 election, resulting in the deadly... Like he had an earpiece and Trump was talking to him on a walkie-talkie behind the White House. I, dude, you know? I know. I know. <laughs> this is nuts. This is like out of a movie. Was he the commanding officer of a battalion in the U.S. <laughs> Army that broke off and then followed Trump? Like what is going on here? If I understand my story correctly, it was at this moment uh, that Trump was on the phone with the uh, head of the Oath Keepers and he was taking control of the wheel. He was knocking out the... <laughs> The Secret Service with his bare fist, right? No, yeah, he had one hand on the wheel, one hand on the Secret Service throat, one hand on the phone. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no, his dick was on the wheel now that I think about oh, it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. Kelly Meggs, who led the Florida chapter of the Oath Keepers, was also convicted of seditious conspiracy. Three other insurrectionists, Jessica Watkins, Kenneth Harrelson, and Thomas Caldwell, were found guilty. Did you hear that? Did you catch how thirsty Amy is? Oh, she's so thirsty. She's excited. She's excited, Frank. They finally got some Oath Keepers. This is what they were waiting for. You're right. You're, you're you don't right. know because, I mean, you don't really listen to it. But they've been talking about this for, like, almost a year now, about how these were the big ticket. These were the, you know, these were the whales that they were going to take down for January 6th. These were the guys that they were claiming led the insurrection. They had the ones that planned it. The guy with the eye patch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what, right. what what of them needed a ride from his mother? <laughs> Just putting that out there. Uh, this like, is like, dude, nuts, three of man. these guys that they're locking up, the prison cell is going to be an upgrade from their living conditions. Oh, that's a good call. Think about that. They might even be eating better. They're going to be eating, they're, they're going to be better off. They probably. <laughs> There's some of those guys you could just look at them and be like, dude, you haven't been to a doctor in probably a decade, <laughs> right? I know you don't clean your house. Oh, yeah. Probably not. You're, you're living in filth. 
Like, yeah. trust me, this is going to be an upgrade. All right. Well, uh, Amy is very excited. She cleared her throat, and she's going to deep dive for us uh, this insurrection. I didn't, know, I didn't know it was so well planned out, and there were so many pieces. Mike, it's crazy. <laughs> of other felonies. <laughs> Attorney General Merrick Garland praised the verdicts Wednesday. During the trial, the government's evidence showed that almost immediately following the November 2020 election, Defendant Stuart Rhodes, the founder and leader of the Oath Keepers, began planning to oppose by force the peaceful transfer of power. With Rhodes, defendants Kelly Meggs, Kenneth Harrelson, Jessica Watkins, and Thomas Caldwell communicated and planned to travel to Washington on or around January 6, 2021. On January 6, as the government's evidence showed, defendants Meggs, Harrelson, and Watkins forcefully breached the U.S. Capitol wearing paramilitary gear while defendants Rhodes and Caldwell remained outside on the Capitol ground coordinating activities. <laughs> what? what? Like they're in a van with like laptops and like surveillance equipment. They got drones going in. Through, oh, you know. I think we found it. They're the guys that opened the doors. They hacked the security system. I, you know what? I think uh, they had Tom Cruise on suspension wires inside, you know, and he was in Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> office. This, this is, is more of a Liam Neeson. Or no, no, not Liam Neeson. <laughs> is that other guy that's like a knockoff Liam Neeson? I mean, this is just straight up Mission Impossible. We got the team in the van. We got the guy on the inside. You know, they're running reconnaissance. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. This- There's no, I mean, come on. <laughs> and then and then they're going to get sentenced to a year. I guess this is very Did sad. You, you, you know what you know what they're all it's really funny. You know what they're all refusing to report? No. They were they're all going to tell you that they found they were found guilty of a uh, seditious whatever conspiracy. Yeah, they love that phrase. They were all found not guilty of trying to interfere with federal process. Wow. Or something like that, yeah. So it's like, wouldn't that wasn't that the whole basis of the insurrection claim? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Like, what this all comes down to is you guys trespassed. Wow. You planned it out, and then you did it. You trespassed. However, we thank you for following the velvet rope. We really appreciate oh. that. You stayed in line. You didn't break uh, any. Jared, I was a little upset by the mud footprints, but I do appreciate <laughs> that you kept it on the carpet. Thank you. <laughs> so these guys are all going to jail for conspiracy, seditious conspiracy, to overthrow the government? Five people? They literally, they literally just went through the bug, and they're like, what is the dumbest thing that we could charge them with that just sounds amazing? That Amy Goodman will come when she hears. Yes. Seditious conspiracy. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you were correct, sir. Uh, here we are. It's December. And we are still talking about January 6th. I didn't think they were going to do it. Well, I, I, I don't think they're going to. I ask you now, do you stand by your prediction one month from now? 
Yeah, they're going to do a big deal. I'm changing my opinion. They're going to do a big deal. Yes, orgiastic. They, it's going to be over the top. They're going to literally uh, have a parade, like a, a Macy's Day parade down, um, what is oh, it? Oh, no, it's got, dude, you got to do <laughs> solemn. Solemn. You have to do like a six-gun parade uh, salute to the six <laughs> people that died. None from the actual insurrection, but you know. Oh man, are you? Dude, sure? I just had this argument where I literally had to walk away the other day. I, I I wanted to slap the guy in the fucking face because he told me six people died on January sixth, and he still. <laughs> you remember this from a long time ago? One oh, person was shot. It was uh the Ashley Babbitt. That was it. But no, you remember they were counting the drug addicts and the heart attacks, the stroke and victims, that? and it comes out to five. But do you remember there was that brief moment of time? Where that one cop, he killed himself in August, and yes. they tried to connect it to the January 6th? Yes, I believe there were more than one suicide, actually, that it happened. Yeah, well, this guy that it was, like, arguing with me about how Later deadly on. January 6th was, it was including the cops that killed themselves. Yes. Wow. It's like, dude, you kill yourself nine months after an incident. Man, anything could have happened in that time. Also, a potential false flag staged on the Capitol by Democrats, and then a few people suicide themselves. I'm going to go Clinton on this one, man. Ooh, yeah, I, this has some Clinton paws all over it. Ooh. Right? You got some yeah. witnesses, key witnesses, maybe, who are... A lot of video evidence missing. Maybe man. some. Uh, maybe a couple individuals who privately said, you know, I don't, I don't agree with the narrative on the mainstream media. I'm going to go public. Oh, we should go see who those cops voted for. Oh, there you go. Probably voted Trump. I guarantee it. Uh-oh. Or maybe worse, Kanye. <laughs> Come on, people. Don't forget, he was on the ballot. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, he was on the ballot. He never made it. He missed the deadline. He was Remember? on the ballot here in uh, Colorado. Oh, he wasn't on the ballot. He, like, dude, a lot of states, he missed the deadline. <laughs> dude, not Colorado. We're fucked up over here, man. We'll take anyone on the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys in Nevada. Nevada probably did it four days after the election. We just legalized <laughs> shrooms, dude. Of course we voted for Kanye over here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he received like 60,000 votes or something. Yeah. Uh, don't you remember I took that fake picture of me voting for Kanye and I sent it on the family text and it like, mom lost her mind. It was fantastic. <laughs> Why would you waste your vote? And now, you know, I should go find that picture because uh, I got to delete it. I now have proof that I voted for an anti-Semite. This is bad news for me, dude. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> he can't be an anti-Semite, though, because he's the original Jew. Yeah, wow. That is, that's some 40 uh, super chess. Oh, that's what happens when you play with Kanye, you know? <laughs> he claims to be part of the Hebrew nationalists. Is that right? Uh, I don't remember exactly what their name the is. The Israelite. Right. Yeah, the guys. Israelites. The same dudes who uh, got mixed up with the Sandman guy. Yeah, right. They, they got a pretty solid claim that the original Jews were black. Yeah, most likely. Uh, I believe maybe Kyrie is also on that uh, train, correct? Yeah, the, yeah, that's why they hate him. Yeah, it's interesting. Man, a lot of hate for the Kyrie. Did you um, see the stuff about Jerry Jones? I did not read anything about it until uh, I read about LeBron. But do you know what I'm talking I about? I don't even know who Jerry Jones is. Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. And there's a picture of him. Apparently from 1947 like, or something. And he's looking 
over. <laughs> yeah, you, you know where I'm going. You know it's not good. It's 1947. It was, it was around there, and it's him. We were bombing Japs. It was a different time, oh, you know? Oh, Mike, it's... Come on, man. It's worse. Uh, it's him overlooking some sort of... I don't know if it's violence. I don't have the total story uh, about it, but um, it's him overlooking an event where white people are blocking some black students from entering a school, and he was just, like, there. Hmm. As a kid, uh, kind okay. of, yeah, I guess I, I believe that's it. I don't think he's part of the action. Maybe you could infer that he is. I have no idea. Look, there's a lot of circumstantial, whatever. It's an old photograph, all this nonsense, but it was all over the news. And then uh, La Bum, after one of his shit performances, came out uh, and <laughs> had to make a little speech. Relating to Jerry Jones, the Cowboys was a football team. Well, famously, Mike, the Cowboys was LeBron's favorite team. But then he renounced them this year when Jerry Jones or a few years ago when Jerry didn't support the kneeling of football players for the anthem. Go fuck yourself, LeBron. Uh, Jesus Christ. You, you think I was going to You know why Michael's the best? <laughs> because every day I don't hear something that just makes me hate him even more. <laughs> the guy just shut up and played basketball. <laughs> right? We paid him millions of dollars. He put the ball in the fucking hoop, and then he went and did whatever he did. We didn't hear about it. Yes, dude. You know what I mean? I didn't know what the fuck his opinion was about every black killing. What, what, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. No, not Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Who King. Ki- Rodney King got beat up. I didn't hear one peep out of Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, I have no idea what his opinion on OJ was. No idea. No idea what he was with OJ. Well, I'm assuming he's a fan because I think they've- they probably play golf together. I'm sure they party a lot together. <laughs> Come on. You don't know, think Jordan killed a couple hookers in his time? <laughs> Sometimes bitches act up and you hit them a little too hard. You know, I'm mad at them. When you're king of the world, man, nothing stops you. <laughs> it's good to be king. Yeah, well, and it's not so good to call yourself king like LeBum, who is... <laughs> what a douche. Oh, well, here douche. he is. Here's LeBron. He's got his little... You know, they do the, the press conference after the game. And he's at the end of the press conference, okay? And this... This is his little spiel at the end of the press conference. Uh, I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Did you play with Jerry Jones or for Jerry Jones? No. Or even in the same sport? As Jerry Jones? No! You you know what I mean? No! The answer's no, LeBron. Why are they going to ask you? You know, they're asking you why your team sucks after they spend, like, a gazillion dollars for the super team. You know, know, if I was a reporter, I would have raised my hand and I would have said, well, just like you know nothing about virology but gave us your opinion anyways on COVID, we assumed you would just give us your opinion on the football uh, owner. (laughs) We're just waiting for it. We're just waiting for it. We, We know you don't have to be asked. To give us your opinion on geopolitical issues relating to China, you know what I mean? The fucking virology, pandemics, right? Fuck. Oh, well, he's 
He's going there, and we're going with him. Here we go, LeBum. God, Jesus oh, Christ. Like, every time you play a clip of LeBron, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to, like, my girlfriend in the middle of a fight. You know what I mean? Not, like, I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Dude, LeBron, he's he's even a crybaby when he's not playing. That's the problem. He's like, I, 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 this has nothing to do with basketball. It's not even to do, it doesn't have anything to do with you, LeBron. He's like, why doesn't anyone want to ask me about this uh, really hot topic in the news? I mean, why, why right, didn't well, ask me? Anybody, anybody ask me about the billionaire owner of a football team? <laughs> I mean, we're at a basketball news conference. <laughs> you know, I'm a little shocked after our 30 point loss. Nobody asked me about that uh, owner down there in Texas. <laughs> Nobody? Well, I'm going to give you my opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. My opinion about a photograph taken in 1947? Yeah. I'll give you my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck are you, dude? Who are you? What are you talking about? Who the fuck are you? Get out of here. <sighs> so, uh, but the best part is now we're talking about it. So I love it. <laughs> yeah. Good job, LeBron. <laughs> Thank you. It's been too long. We've been <laughs> looking for an opportunity to make fun of you since we saw you play basketball. And I use play <laughs> with quotation marks because playing basketball for you is walking half court when you're not in the play, I, getting I the would... pass, and then making a dunk and flexing like a jackass. That's it. Yeah, no. I would <laughs> more call that acting basketball. Yes. It's all Space Jam 2 to LeBron at this point, right? Somebody give him a Razzie for his performance at the Nuggets game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's listen to LeBron cry some more. This is fantastic. Hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. <laughs> when I watched Kyrie talk, and he now said, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And... That Are you a 36-year-old from Ohio? It's one of those he moments <laughs> that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just, we just move on. <laughs> and I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. God. Oh! You, you bitch! You are such a bitch! Oh my god, man! Oh, That's god. why you are not even like, in the greatest so, conversation. So, somebody raise your hand and just be like, "Yeah, uh, LeBron, we were gonna get there, but we ran out of time asking you about your horrible performance." <laughs> I had so many questions about your horrible performance on the basketball court that I never actually made it to the topic of football. <laughs> This reminds me of the press conference Kobe did when he complained nobody asked him about how upset he was when Trump said he grabs him by the pussy. <laughs> Remember that famous uh, press conference Kobe gave when he was upset about something? Anything? Or no. When that... <laughs> or when that one owner told his, his girlfriend not to fuck black dudes. <laughs> That's right. 
You remember Jordan's famous press conference in 1998 when he's like, you know, I'm really disappointed nobody asked me about the blowjob Clinton got in the White House. <laughs> I got a lot of feelings about that blue dress. I know, I know you want to talk about the 48 points I just scored. Please. <laughs> what? We're almost 72 and 10? Doesn't matter. Did you guys read about Clinton? Well, that was the problem. Jordan just had too much to talk about his basketball performance. Uh, he was too busy kicking ass. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want to hear his opinion on socioeconomic issues. You see, LeBron, when you're polishing <laughs> six rings, it takes a lot of your time. <laughs> you don't have time to get into the, the politics. <laughs> I love how he's like, I'm a little disappointed. He's disappointed <laughs> in the press? What are you yeah, talking well, about? We're a little dude. disappointed in your fucking basketball performance <laughs> since that's what we're paying you millions of dollars to do. You know how much those tickets were, you bum? You fucking bum? You're supposed and to then you sit there on your high chair? <laughs> literally? <laughs> on a higher chair than the other players? <laughs> on a literal throne. Who's letting this guy get away with that? How, is there, how does he get to do that every game and there's not somebody every game throwing a beer at him? It's worth getting kicked out. I, I want to f- start following them and just buy the ticket behind LeBron and just to throw a beer at him. No, you got to buy a ticket behind LeBron every game and bring your own bigger chair. So you sit above LeBron. <laughs> know, that's, that's, the, that's how you troll LeBron. That's- I was thinking by behind him, and then every time he goes on the court, saw one of the legs a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Then by like the third quarter, he sits on it and it just breaks. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Or you could keep making the the chair bigger and make LeBron feel like he's shrinking. (laughs) And like every party he goes back, he's like, man. Man, I don't know. I'm just like feeling a little smaller. Like totally diminish his like confidence. You know, he feels really diminutive. All of a sudden, he's just like, oh man, this chair just don't feel right. You know, and he's just like shrinking in it quarter after quarter. It's all mind games, people. That's how you win championships. That's genius, dude. He can even slowly lower the other player's chair. <laughs> yeah. Before you know it, he's just like four feet above him. <laughs> like, you know, by the third quarter, his feet are dangling. He can't even reach the floor. Hey, what's going on here, man? This is crazy. <laughs> Fuck LeBron, dude. You know, they tell you his salary. I want to know how much they got to pay everybody not to fuck with him. You know? <laughs> I would not want to be on that guy's team, and uh, it would be horrible, I think, you know, if you heard, like, oh, LeBron's coming. Oh, great. Yeah, right. It's not going to be good for my career. Uh, (laughs) For those that don't know, we have to repeat this as much as we can. He sits on a chair that's literally (laughs) a foot or two higher than everybody else's chair on the team. So you look at the team, everybody's about even, and then his head is just sticking above everybody else's. (laughs) He's the king. He sits on a throne so he can watch the game. Oh, it's so terrible. It makes sense, dude. So terrible. (laughs) Nobody else had a throne. No. 
Everybody else just sat on a folding chair. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's something with this guy. Uh, and, I, you know, it's bizarre that he wants to come go up there and speak his mind about this shit. Uh, you know, and look, I don't even care about the Jerry Jones photograph. I couldn't even tell you an actual description. I read about it this morning on, you know, one of the news sites. And I was like, oh, right on. And I... Looked it up a little I, further. I mean, we're at the point now where you tell me this guy was in a photo in 1947, and my first thought, he's still alive? Yeah, no, that's where Yo, my brain shut off. I was like, no, no. Dude. dude, this goes back to not having tweets back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you have a photo of anyone from that time, yeah, first yeah, congrats on being alive. And second of all, I just, I, you've sh- I'm not even going down the cancel culture road. Dude, you know how hard it is to find a photo of me from the 90s? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Congrats on having a photo from the 40s that survived. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think making it that long... Look, you you live to that age, you see an incredible amount amount of uh, cultural change. And, you know, I think almost everybody must have shut this off. I I work with a lot of people who are really into sports, and it was not brought up once a... You know, whatever. It's not a What's thing. Whatever. No, it's, it's not, not a thing. thing. It's not him whipping a black guy who's chained to a tree. You know what I mean? Like, that would be, okay, hey, LeBron, how do you feel? You know? Yeah, I guess. I don't actually, even... even then, you wouldn't ask LeBron. It's a different sport, you asshole. I don't even care about his. Okay. Yeah. I would ask, like, uh, Dak Prescott, which made some headlines. He's the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and he had some they things to say. They got a black say. quarterback? They do. There goes that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't that a true fact? Well. No no black quarterbacks ever won. That's not true. Um, there, I believe Patrick Mahomes is. Um, oh, he's a part of the. He's, dude, come on. I, th- I give credit where it's due. All right. Uh, and he's, like, he's like an Obama. Yeah. We'll go Obama, yeah. Isn't he half? I believe so. Yeah, okay. And who's the other one? McNabb? No, McNabb never won a Super Bowl. I would have to uh, kind of dig through the uh, archives there. Look, it's been a lot of Brady dominance. <laughs> oh, yeah, blame Brady. You know. <laughs> uh, that's who it was. It's not that there haven't been black quarterbacks to lead teams to the Super Bowls, but... <clears throat> I do believe that uh, ultimately it always comes down to the best defense. Ultimately, it goes down to white men can't jump, right? Black guys would rather look good and lose. (laughs) There's a lot going on with that. When it comes down to it, they'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. What did I say about Justin Fields at the beginning of the season? He's fast, and he may be flashy, potentially, but ultimately, he's going to injure himself. And he did. Yeah, he did. And he's yeah. probably more injured than they're letting on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the fucking line, dude. It's just the way it goes. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson for the Broncos, he uh, rated the 33rd uh, as 33rd quarterback in the NFL. There are 32 teams in the NFL. He rated... <laughs> a backup quarterback wow. rated higher than him. That's how bad he is as a quarterback. He's totally wrecked. 
Wow. He can't move. It's like Brady, dude. Brady can't go anywhere. Yeah. And the guy made it to 40-whatever because he made a living off of playing in the pocket. Whereas these other guys, they run around like maniacs and they're, you know, they're not going to make it through their mid-30s. It's impossible. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah, you're being hit by freight trains. So you're not going to see Justin Fields making huge plays, you know, in two, three years. Remember uh, Derek Rose, right? Super fast, super flashy. Yeah, busts his knees and steroids. <laughs> That's how it goes, dude. It really is. It's craziness. But I don't know. Nothing you can do, man. Yeah. And, dude, everybody Le- gets old. LeBom is 38, and, you know, he's trash because he's too old to be playing. Way too old, dude. He's been playing at the, at the supreme level that he has been for. Since he was a kid, and he's an enormous beast of a person, his body's definitely worn down. He can't do it anymore. But thank yeah, God, I mean, you're, you're just too, you're too old to be playing against these twenty year olds. You know, too old, absolutely, man. It's craziness. But I'm glad he's still around because he, uh, you know, gives us good good clips, man. Yeah. Uh, speaking Jerry of Jerry Jones, man. All right. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know. Give him a give a guy a break. but speaking of giving us good clips mike our man is back in action in the mornings Don, Don Lamont. Oh, man. Did you see him, dude? He's making waves in the morning. Mike, uh, this is compliments of you. <laughs> is this about the, the women's basketball? It is, dude. Or soccer. <clears throat> I originally had some action from, he was on the late show with Colbert, but save that for another time. But uh, Ooh. we got Lam- I I didn't get it because it's too long. But uh, we got Lamont here uh, arguing with the chicks on the morning show. I didn't know they all hated each other. Actually, this is kind of spicy. But uh, well, dude, they're all competing for the same men. <laughs> That's right. You know, <laughs> it's a cat fight. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Three cats. That's why we're not threatened by Don Lemon, you know? Yeah. Don Lemon. Hmm. All right. Here we go. Lemon. Lemon. If there is more interest in a men's sport, the business people, the people who make money off of sports, will put that on television because we live in a capitalist society. And if people are interested in that, then there would be more attention and more money would be paid. So it's about... The money. But here's the thing, and this is the point that I I was making that goes to that, which is why is that what people are watching? It's because it's what they're used to watching. Why is it because it's what they're used to watching? 
because men were putting men's sports on TV yes. way before women's sports. Yes. So it's the systemic okay. institutionalized thing. No, I'm not saying that they are just more interested in it. But it's, but why are they more, but you're missing my point. Why are they more interested? Because men's sports has been around longer. People have been paying attention to it more. There have been these amazing female sports stars that have only become household names in recent decades. That's the point. And I'm saying if, if they had both started at the exact same point, they both received the same amount of marketing and promotion and all that stuff, and then we got to where we are today, that would be a different yeah, guess point. Guess what? Media, big media giants, I big advertisers. This is an, another opportunity to put the money where you're talking. I don't believe that's accurate. I respect the point. And I hear what you're saying. I don't believe that's accurate. We live in a capitalist society. And if people can make money off of whatever it is, they are going to exploit it. And there is a reason, and once part, I'm sure it's part of what you are saying, and it's part of what you're saying, and these are conversations that we need to have. But I just think that Can I we, I just think that we are lying to ourselves if we believe that someone cannot sit here and speak the truth to Can I read you a, what we're. Can I read you a headline? About. This is a fact yeah. from my smart producer Annie <laughs> Gaby. So great quote from Forbes: "The fastest growing audiences on TV are for women's sports." Growing. But that's because they're ad-dollars going to make a later starting point than men's sports were. That's the whole point here. Oh, no. Nothing better than watching Don Lemon feel the way I felt for years watching his show. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, no, 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 but I'm speaking to you very logically and realistically. And you're not getting it. Right? Yeah, dude. That is so funny. Did you hear these? Uh, dude, these women actually <laughs> believe what they're saying. It's kind of numbing to hear what they're saying. It's uh, It doesn't make They, they, they really believe that men's sports only make money because they've been around longer. Because men produced men's sports. It's a very strange argument. Again, uh, I think it has more to do with, like, Like, a man who's really good at a sport is very attractive to a woman, right? Okay, yeah. Women are very attracted to athletes. Yeah. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really go the other way, right? <laughs> well, a guy who likes like, women's like, dude, volleyball... Like, WNBA stars are not sexy. I'm sorry. They're fucking giant Amazons, you know? They're beautiful, and I'm sure there's guys out there that find them sexy. But it's not like... <clears throat> You know what I mean? I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you're never going to find one WNBA star that, like, every guy is like, oh, yeah, I love him, right? But there's all those athletes that all the girls love, you know? Since the Roman and the Greek times, right, They, what did we go see in the Olympics? The greatest athletes in the world. Yeah, you just want to see the men because those... Because you're lying to yourself. I don't know. Well, the Romans in the Colosseum, right? Wasn't it these manly gladiators, you know, battling each other? Because you want to see the best competition. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like those are prisoners, actually. I'm mostly basing all my historical knowledge on the movie Gladiator starring Russell Crowe. That's all my history. Pretty much all I know about ancient Rome. (laughs) And the Greeks, I just imagine, were naked and wrestled and uh, 
you know, it's just dudes doing dudes most of the time. That's I picture the same. I just picture Gladiator, but they're all naked and fucking young. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, these chicks are missing the point, which is <clears throat> it doesn't matter if you had these sports. In- <laughs> you could have had them long ago, and they have been attempted. They just didn't work. And you, know, you know why they're really missing the point? You know this. how they just live in a bubble? They said, the one girl said, that the female athletes have only been they've only started to become household names. There is one professional female athlete that is a household <laughs> name. That's Brittany Griner. Wow. It's only because <laughs> she got locked up in a Russian prison. Other than that, <laughs> nobody can name a fucking WNBA star. Yeah, dude. Right? I I don't know any female, uh, let's say, professional American athlete. Uh, athletes like uh, in the WNBA or soccer or oh, who's soccer is just that Rapino bitch Rapinoe, because everybody yes. hates her. She won't shut the fuck up. I She's have the La Bum of female soccer. I have one rebuttal to these chicks and to anyone who says that there are all these reasons to why people aren't watching women's sports. And it's just I, I think when it comes to men competing against men, it doesn't the women competing against women in certain degrees in certain sports doesn't isn't entertaining like. It is, you know, you, tennis is entertaining and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you saying? know what they all fail to talk about? There is one female sport that does have really good ratings. And those, those women are household names. And that's UFC. They've done a very good job of promoting female fights and female fighters. Great call. And they don't want to talk about that because UFC, you know, you're, you're not supposed to champion it. Yeah, because of uh, Dana White, is it? Or... Oh, dude, he's the worst of the worst white supremacist, Frank. Oh, you're right. I'm such a bigot. He's a bigot. <laughs> he's a white supremacist. He's a sexist. I heard he voted for Trump twice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Trump me once. <laughs> that is actually fascinating. I never really kind of put that together and how they are household names and, and i just thought about it like popular. that is the one sport where women have actually beaten men because these fucking trans dudes come in here and they're like i'm a woman and the women are like fuck it you're my way class i'll fight you and <laughs> yeah. they they win yeah well you know i sent you the article a couple of weeks ago it was about olivia picciardo picciardo she is uh, going to Brown University, and she is on the baseball team. She made the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a real woman, right? It's an actual, real-life female, biological female woman who can, I assume, give birth on some level. Uh, (laughs) Not a birthing person, but a woman. Uh, Anyway, she competes, and I brought this up. And you were a major naysayer of my point with this, but I do believe women can compete in baseball. It's a purely finesse sport. Not professional. I think we're tapping into a point where women can get into the professional level. Yes. It took this long to get one college? No, she's one of, like, I think four or five that are in college. Yeah, but but she was the first, like, what do you call it? She's in, like, a major uh, Division. division, yeah. So, there you uh, go. We'll see how she does, dude. Isn't she like a relief pitcher? 
Uh, you know, I... <clears throat> yeah, they're going to ever come in for like four pitches, just like that one kicker. I have argued this forever, but the greatest job in baseball is relief pitcher. No, yeah, that's probably the best job. In you get that. to hang out back in the fucking pen all game long. You get called up, maybe, you know, for by like... the time they call you up, inning. the game's already lost. Like, it's not your fault. No, sometimes right? you get into hold. Right. Sometimes the closer went a couple games or an inning. Oh, two I'm, I'm saying not a closer. I want to be a reliever, not a closer. No, I'm but I'm saying middle. reliever. Yeah, middle relievers, man. They have the best gig. It's yeah. you just come in. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes the game's in the dumps, and you know you just got to pitch through it. But again, who cares? It's great. And yeah, that is a great. Call. I love That's it. A- I, I if I ever could go back and become a pitcher, I would become a relief pitcher. Only at different genes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> a relief pitcher. Yeah, dude, because I always thought like like kicker would be the best professional. That's sports good. Yeah, no, I'm t- position. If- but no, nah, dude, no, 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 no. Because dude, there's those times where like you're the safety. Right. And sometimes you see these guys, they try to make the tackle, they just get fucking plowed over. You know, football's yeah, too much work. Baseball is the one sport where, like, when you're, like, a, yeah. a relief pitcher, you go with the relief pitchers during training oh, camp, saying, and dude. you just do relief pitcher work, and then you have your own schedule, and then, like, during the season... Oh, uh, but, dude, you remember football? We're, we're <laughs> running laps and doing push-ups, and the fucking fag of kickers over there just kicking the ball into the net. Ah, <laughs> oh, kicking into the net. And the, the coach is getting the ball for him, like... <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man. Relief pitcher, best gig in professional sports. You sometimes yeah, maybe pitch like an inning, maybe. Yeah, good call. If only I could do it all over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the right. only reason I didn't become a relief pitcher is because I didn't know how great it was. Yeah, that's and- why I became a plumber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if only I knew how great it was. <laughs> Why didn't they tell me, man? <laughs> <laughs> Plumbing looked so cool. I wanted to be Mario. <laughs> Fooled by the video games again. <laughs> oh man, could have been Aaron Judge instead. You were Mario. That's all right. We need more Mario. I think both raped women, so. It's <laughs> Mario is based off of a real um, a guy who owns real estate in Seattle. I know a fella who I have a friend who either met him or worked in or with a deal with his building. And Does he go by Mario or Mario? It's uh, West Coast, so I believe Mario. Mario. Yeah, okay. but yes, if it w- if he was from the East Coast, it would be Mario. Uh, he's- I, I, the East Coasters call it Mario Brothers. I know, I love it. I love Mario. I think that's so a great. Funny. It's one of the best pronunciations. I I could have never come up with that myself. So it's it's brilliant, Mario. And I I, I mean that like there were like it came out in a like it's not like Mario Brothers came out in the 1920s. Like there were commercials on TV where they called it Mario Brothers, and you guys still insist on calling it Mario Brothers. Wait, do you think and it's a conscious move? Like you think they're they know and can pronounce Mario, but they're purposely saying I care you no way 
Dude, because for sure, I, I, I lived with a guy <laughs> who would always order Mario's Pizza in Texas. No. Called it Mario's bro- Mario Brothers. Oh, he you would use a different version of Mario? Yes. yes. That's And madness, I really think man. it's because the guy who intro- like the pizza guy actually introduced himself as Mario. Like maybe they just maybe like they default to Mario, but if you tell them you're a Mario, they're like, "All right, that's fucking gay, but I'll call you Mario." <laughs> maybe he's a weirdo because he goes by <laughs> Mario. Yeah. Wow. I swear to God, he used to, because he'd be like, hey, we're going to order some, uh," like, he would literally be like, we're going to order, you want to order some uh, Mario's and then we'll play some Mario Brothers? And you're like, what? (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? That's fucking, those people are fucked on the East Coast, man. That's how you end up with Hillary Clinton. Uh, That's a great call, yeah. Uh, All these East Coasters, man, there's something in the water out there. And the West Coast. That's why I live in Chicago. It's as far as you could get from both coasts. You you got that clean uh, (laughs) lake water. Everyone else is, who knows how poisoned, or we have no idea what's going on in our pipes. I sent you that article out here. They're doing the weird pipe thing and said it's some sort of scam. Yeah, they've been doing it here for a couple of years, dude. They're charging a shit ton of money. It's a union scam because you have to get the... so it's like a it's like a federal contract that comes through the city. Therefore, it has to go to union uh, contractors, and that means it fucking takes three times longer and costs way more than it should. And you don't even have to do it because the the reason they put lead pipe in when they did was because it's like indestructible and it it's malleable, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, who cares about lead pipes when everything's nuclear out here, man? Nobody cares about the nuclear shit. Oh, but, dude, uh, Idaho, they're putting good nuclear about the asphalt in, so, yeah. <laughs> we're obs- obsessed about the lead. Nobody cares about the nuclear. Well, that's all right. Whatever. Yeah, the kids in Chicago are stupid anyways, man. The lead's not... Mike, have you seen the size of my zucchini? My teeth have never been whiter. This place is great. <laughs>